The Florida Gators are focused on winning back this state on the recruiting trail, and here's how they're doing it on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Wednesday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work at the whole nine sports, Giants country, NFL 33. Today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash college, And when you enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. And I'm telling you, we use that around my house now relentlessly. But today we are talking about the Florida Gators on the recruiting trail because that's a big story, of course. And... I will say that this was brought on by reading the Read and Reaction magazine. Will Miles, Nick Nudson, great job. Fantastic content. Highly recommend getting it. I'll, I'll put a link in the description below if you want to go buy it. Uh, they have paperback and digital. Fantastic. They had a point that I wanted to talk about because it's about recruiting in the state of Florida, which, by the way, TJ Moore yesterday committing to Clemson that kind of sucks. He's in the state of Florida. Florida was a heavy, heavy favorite. It felt like from the public perception side of things. And then they weren't. Uh, and then TJ Moore went on his visit to Clemson and he committed but two days later. Um, so that wasn't great for Florida. But yes, the, the Read and Reaction magazine did talk about recruiting the state of Florida because, I mean, that's something that Billy Napier talked about so much ever since he came into Florida, ever since he got hired to be the head coach of the Florida Gators program, he's talked about winning the state of Florida. We want to recruit within 500 miles, a 500 mile radius from Gainesville. That's what we want to do. Okay. He, that like, that's been the big selling point for him for most of this. And as in the magazine, they talked about the 2023 Florida Gators class, which is the best class to evaluate so far for Billy Napier. I I'd even say that, 2024 will instantly be the best the best class to evaluate because a big thing with 2023, which I spoke about this yesterday. With 2022, it was obviously the bump class. It was Billy Napier going there, or the transition class, Billy Napier going from Louisiana to Florida. And then we got the bump class, which is his first full cycle. But even then, with how modern recruiting goes, you've got to be in constant contact with these kids for long periods of time. Billy Napier was not able to do that with the 2023 kids because for most of them, when he was at Louisiana, he wasn't recruiting them because, well, they were above his weight class. And now with Florida, he had that time to recruit them, did a solid job, I think, for 2023. And 2024 is like, well, okay, you've been talking to these kids since they were like sophomores going into junior year. So that'll be the better class to evaluate. But like the magazine talked about, 70% of Florida's 2023 class came from inside the state of Florida. Okay. The only non Floridians were TJ Searcy, Aaron Gates, Bryce Thornton, Kelby Collins, Caden Jones, and Will Norman. Uh, I believe that's 
what was it? it? It was two from Alabama, two from Georgia, one from New Orleans, Louisiana, and one from Camden, New Jersey, being Will Norman. And the two that I named their city matters because, well, those were the only two players in the class that were outside of 500 miles. They were Caden Jones, who again, New Orleans, Louisiana, and Will Norman from Camden, New Jersey. But really, is he Camden, New Jersey? Because the reason that Florida was in play with him so much and the reason that he... I mean, not the reason he committed to Florida, but one of the reasons that he was even on Florida's map to the rate that he was, or to the extent that he was, is because he played at IMG. He transferred to Camden before his senior year. So this is one of those times where, yeah, like like he's basically a Florida kid. If he didn't transfer his senior year, he would have been listed as a Florida kid, even though he's not from Florida, which is one gripe I have about recruiting because... I, I, and I'm torn on it even myself, where it's like, if you're from, I don't know, New Jersey, and you go to IMG, you're now listed as a Florida kid, not a Jersey kid. And that's irritating to me, at least. Uh, but I mean, Florida's distance, the overall average of distance was 223.1 miles, in-state average, 118.7 miles, out-of-state average, 466.7 miles. Uh, Florida brought in but one kid that was in Gainesville, obviously being Gavin Hill, but then you brought in a bunch from less than a hundred miles away. Jaden Robinson, Roger Kearney, Treyon Webb, Sharif Denson, Jordan Castell. Those were the guys that were all less than a hundred miles away from Gainesville that were part of Florida Gators 2023 class. Like this is what we're talking about when we say Billy Napier needs to kind of focus more, or not even that he needs to focus more, but this is what Billy Napier meant when he was like, okay, like, we're focusing on winning that 500 mile radius. We're focusing on winning the state of Florida because that's what like Florida is chock full of talent. And I understand that's where some people come from where they go, Oh, like these people are wrong by the way, but I'm saying what I've read in my comments before, which is you don't need to focus too much on the state because you're going to get a bunch of state kids anyway, because they're Florida Gators fans and they want to be close to home and all this nonsense. That's not how that works real quick. Just want to get that one out there. But I will say like, this is what we mean when, when we talk about winning the state of Florida, bringing in the, this quality and quantity of kids inside the state of Florida, like 70% is no joke here. And, and as long as that continues to, I don't even want to say it has to grow. I do want to say you have to like maintain that. I think, I think you have to maintain 70% unless, you know, if, if your 70 drops like 60%, but most of those kids that are highly ranked are out of state, then it makes sense to me to be like, okay, like you're like, you're okay. I get it. I understand that. But this is what we're talking about when we say winning the state of Florida. Billy Napier has said, we have to win Florida because that's what happened when Florida fell off. It wasn't just, oh, you know, uh, Dan Mullen didn't care that much about recruiting. Will Muschamp was this. Jim McElwain was this. All these complaints. It wasn't just like a general lack of effort. It was that you lost the state of Florida. You look at where Georgia is. They've done very well in the state of Florida. Look at Bama. They've done very well in the state of Florida. These schools that are at the top are taking Florida kids. So for Billy Napier, that's what it's that's what he's talking about. And he's like, yeah, we're we're going to win the state of Florida. We need to get these 500 miles from Gainesville, that radius. We need to block that off and wall that off. That needs to be our territory. 
And it needs to become a point where, where we say, oh, like, you know, if you want to go into Birmingham and take a kid from Nick Saban, or if you want to go into near Athens and take a kid from Kirby Smart, it needs to be if you want to go to near Gainesville and take a kid from Florida, good luck. Like you're in for a fight. It needs to become that. And that's what they're trying to establish here in Gainesville. We'll take a look at now how that really impacts the 2024 recruits from Florida and how Florida is standing with a lot of those. But first, today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by Bird Dogs, which the most comfortable shorts I've ever seen, I've ever worn. Like I'm, I'm telling you, like I don't get pumped for clothing, but like I got fits. Like I got when I put the shorts on, I'm like all right, what shirt matches with this fit? Because I'm not a stylish person in any way, shape, or form. And I think you can see that just by looking at me. But <laughs> I would tell you, when I put the bird dogs on, I'm a different man. This is it. This is it. Sky's out, thighs out. That's what we're doing in this summer. Go to birddogs.com slash college. Enter promo code college to get a free custom bird dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order and get yourself the best shorts you're ever going to wear that you can work out in, you can just lounge in, you can walk around in. I've, I've told you before. I would like went to the gym, went to play basketball, and then went for like an, an 11 mile walk all in the bird dogs. And I was comfy as heck the whole time. So go to birddogs.com slash lockdown college to get yourself a, a, a little fresh fit there. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Please do make sure to like, subscribe, comment, review. Um, join the Lockdown Gators Discord. The link's in the description below. But now we are looking at the 2024 class. We just spoke about 2023. Now it's time to look at the 2024 class. And we're not so much looking at commits necessarily. There, there is a commit on this list. But more so talking about the top 15 kids from the state of Florida for 2024. And the ones that the Gators are realistically, in my opinion at least, in on. Number one, Jeremiah Smith. He's, I mean, the Lockman Gators Discord, they said it. I forgot who it was that said it, so I apologize. Said the crown jewel of the class, because that's what he is. Like, like just for any any class that he goes to, whatever school he goes to, he's the crown jewel. Jeremiah Smith is one that you're in on. Number one, great person to be in on. Number three, David Stone is one of those kids where he's not from Florida, but he's IMG. So he's listed as a Florida kid which is why it's like, oh, like who's in on him? Oklahoma, Michigan State, Florida, obviously. But Florida's realistically in on David Stone. Like, I know yesterday I was like, look, like I'm not sold they're, any, they're going to be anything more than a hat on the table. But I, I truly think, like, they're still in this conversation. Whether or not they wind up with him, again, I'm not super confident, but like I've said, I, I think David Stone's one of those commitments and one of those recruitments that's gonna take it. That's gonna take some time, and it's gonna go down to the wire, and that favors Florida. Okay, you look at number nine, Adarius Hayes, Largo, committed to the Florida Gators already. Linebacker, like, like he's there. I will say it does not worry me, but it bothers me a little bit that from four to eight, there's nobody that I'm like, oh yeah, Florida's like legitimately in on him. Granted, a few of them are committed still irritating to me but Darius Hayes is all gator like he he even said he did um an interview after his visit this past weekend and he's like yep no more visits I'm shut down and then like a couple hours later he was like I, I didn't mean no more visits he's like I'm all gator you know I'm locked in but like if someone wants to you know 
treat me to a visit and wine and dine me. Like I, I might do it. <laughs> so I mean, Adair says he's going to enjoy the process, but he's clear, like, at least from my point of view, he's clearly locked in with Florida. But hey, if schools want to spend money on you, let them. Right. Number 10 is Jamari Howard, who we've talked about extensively here with Brian Smith and John Garcia, just about his skill set, his talent, his ability to contribute from day one. Jamari Howard feels like it's going to come down to just a state of Florida battle, which I mean, those are those are some of my favorites because I know the Florida Gators, Florida, Florida State Seminoles um, and the Miami Hurricanes Twitter runs rampant when we get some of those battles. So I love it. Um, wish Florida state would do it, not in the transfer portal. And it'd be a little bit more fun, but, but there's that, but Jamari Howard's in, uh, Xavier Mincy, Florida's in on Xavier Mincy. Florida's actually, I'd say public perception wise, the favorite right now for Xavier Mincy biggest competition appears to be UCF, which say this Florida Gators fans. And I've said this before, Florida Gators fans. I understand like, yeah, like UCF is not as prestigious as Florida but we need to get rid of like the, why would a high ranking recruit go there? Cause now it's the big 12. It's, it's still power five football, man. It's no longer group of five. It's not the AAC. Like now this is like, you're, you're in a legit big boy conference. And so there's that, like, just know you're going to see more of these conversations where UCF is in on. In fact, I think, uh, I think on three put in a prediction for uh, Jared Gibson to go to UCF. And, and like now they're, that's their prediction. So Jared Gibson, UCF, like UCF is going to be in on these battles. I don't think they take Mincy from Florida, but I think UCF is going to be in on more of these battles as time goes on, especially if Gus Malzahn stays and continues finding success. And honestly, continues being fun. Like UCF's fun to watch. They were fun to watch when they were little, fun to watch when they were now, now in the Big 12. Uh, Florida was in on number 14, TJ Moore. But like I mentioned before, a official visit to Clemson this past weekend resulted in him committing yesterday. So that sucked. For the most part of the players that I spoke about, like Florida's chances for most of them, I think are pretty good. David Stone's obviously the one I'm shakiest about. I've been very open about that. Here's the thing. One, I think you've got to be more in on homegrown talent or not even homegrown talent, but home talent. And two, like I mentioned multiple times today, like it's important to keep in mind that there are a few of the IMG kids that fit in that top 15 that aren't from the state of Florida, aren't from close to the state of Florida, and their top schools are closer to their hometown. So it makes sense that it's like, hey, I went to IMG to get the exposure, but I have no intention of staying in the state of Florida. Like I, I intend on going back to, you know, like like Penn State and uh like Michigan, Ohio, which are going to be in on the high-ranking kids anyway. But it's also important to know, like, yeah, they're from that area. Of course, they're looking at that. And I will also say that as far as winning back the state of Florida, that is not just a University of Florida thing. Like, and I know it's it's not directly working together, but when you're winning the state of Florida. It, it's not a, I hate saying this, it's not a group effort, but it's like Florida, Florida State, Miami, and Central Florida, UCF, all need to do a better job to keep Florida talent in Florida. Okay, UCF, granted, they've been in group of five, they've been picking off like lower talent with a big name here and there, like John Walker last year, 
But Gators fans, like you should you should want Florida State, Miami, and UCF to start picking off some more top talent from Florida. That's not from the state of Florida. That's not coming to the University of Florida because as long as they're doing that, that means Georgia and Alabama aren't getting them. And well, Georgia winning sucks. We know that somehow Miami and Florida State are always going to find ways to screw it up, right? So take them from Georgia and Alabama, and that'll help Florida climb back to the top. To wrap up today's show, we're talking about how the current class is shaping up. And it's funny because the first two segments of this show were about the state of Florida and winning the state of Florida. And pretty much ever since Billy Napier got hired, He's been talking about, you know, we, we've got to like dominate in-state recruiting. We've got to wall off Florida from Georgia, from Alabama. We've got to win that 500-mile radius. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. And it, it, it's great. to like That's a fantastic sentiment. You should continue. But it is funny to me that of the top, what, four 2024 kids, the top two – are from Texas. Like they're not even from Florida, but that's also what I was talking about before where I was like, Hey, like if you're going to take a lower percentage of Florida kids, at least make it because the ones that you're taking from out of state are damn good football players. And let me tell you, DJ Lagway, Xavier feels to me, damn good football players. So, uh, but I, I did think it was just funny that it's like, yeah, Florida's got to dominate the state of Florida and their top two kids for at least this point in 2024 are from the state of Texas. Uh, and then you also have Adarius Hayes from Largo. He's your highest ranked kid from the state of Florida that is committed for the 2024 class. And Miles Graham, who's a Gator legacy, but in this but in the state of Georgia. So that's Florida taking one from Georgia there. Uh, and then you look at the rest of the class, and after that it's Chauncey Bowens, who is in the state of Florida, but of course is like, everybody's like, Oh, he's not coming to Florida. He's going to go to Georgia. He's going to go here. We'll see what happens with it. But as of this moment, he's a Florida Gator. So as of this moment, I'm not going to speak about him as if he's not in this class. So whether, whatever happens, Chauncey Bowens is a Florida Gator right now. So that's another recruit from the state of Florida that's committed. Then you got Isaiah Williams, from uh, Tampa, he's also Florida. Then you've got Kanan Daniels from Mississippi and Josiah Davis from Georgia. So Florida, it's funny that it's like, oh yeah, like you got to dominate the state of Florida. But right now, this early, it's what like they have one, two, three kids from the state of Florida when they've got eight commits. So it's like 38% or something like that. I only know that because in 2K, when I shoot three for eight, Thanks says 38% uh, from three. So that's, that's just, I'm bad. Sorry. Um, but, but that's what we're talking about where it's funny, but of course, as time goes on more and more of that class will become Florida based, but I will say I, I do have a slight concern and this is not a complaint about DJ Lagway or Xavier Filsimi or pursuing those players. But I will say like, you ever play a game like cities skyline, or Civ 6, and things are going well for a little bit. So you go, all right, I'm ready to expand more now. But then you, you've bitten off more than you can chew, and now you're like, oh, well, 
Yikes. And that's like, that's one of my bigger concerns on the recruiting trail right now, which I think is a good thing for it to be a bigger concern. Cause that means that I'm not super concerned about other things, but going, Oh, like we had 70% of our class in state in 2023. We've, we've established ourselves, or as if the coaching staff is thinking this, where it's like 70% of our class in 2023 was in state. We've established ourselves in state. Let's expand. Uh, and I don't want that to hurt the progress that you made, that you made initially, but again, I think we all know I'm not one to harp on that too much. I'm just like, hey, man, bring in good football players. Let them play good football. And as long as they do that, I don't care that much. Like, like yeah, win the state of Florida. Absolutely. Because that's also taking away from your rivals. But I'm not going to complain if you're getting, you know, high-ranking quarterback, high-ranking safety from Texas. That's a silly thing to complain about. Okay? And I'm not saying that's what's happening either. I'm just saying that's one of my concerns is that Florida might miss out on local talent because of focusing on expanding before you've truly solidified the pipeline, before you've solidified the IMG pipeline, before you've solidified like, oh, Florida is a place where we're going to go if we want to play early, play well, win games, which is obviously something that has to be proven on the field first, and go to the NFL, which is also something that's going to take some time to prove. But that's my point. You need to establish that pipeline. Not sure if that's happened yet, and I'm slightly concerned, but still nothing. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with Brian Smith to talk more Florida Gators recruiting, both tomorrow and Friday. For your second listen, check out Locked On SEC, hosted by Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Get the best coverage and the best conference, including the best university, University of Florida. Right there. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Line Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33. And I'll see you all tomorrow.